0: Your favorite podcast begins in 5. To my favorite podcast, my favorite podcast, and I'm sure it's your favorite podcast too. Much, Much ado, ado, ado about, about nerding. nerding. A brother's sister nerdcast discusses everything from the scary, boo- 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 a brother's sister nerdcast discusses everything from the scary stories to tell in the dark to the legends that inspired them. But of course, it is our player one, your master of ceremonies, and is always by my side my sensational sidekick, that girl under herself, my little sister Sally.
1: What's up, guys? So,
0: Sal, if they couldn't figure it out, I can't help. Like, yeah. I can't fucking help them, but uh, what are we going to talk about this week?
1: I was a little bummed there was no alliteration. At the no,
0: yeah, I was actually, I couldn't find a good alliteration, but I think, I think it was a good... Yeah, it is. Maybe, maybe it's something we'll try for season 2022.
1: <gasps> yeah, we're going to be talking about uh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, we're going to keep it up with this spooky season. A little bit,
0: we're going to be kind of, I think, trailing down yeah. a little bit on the yeah. spooky season stuff. Spook, spooky stuff. Spooky things. I mean, we enjoy spooky things all all year long. All of them. So, yeah, so I don't, I don't think this is so much out of the ordinary, but yeah, but if you look in, like, old folklore and old legends and stuff, like, Christmas time was kind of a scary time.
1: Well, it's dark most of the day. Yeah, it's dark
0: most of the day. You could literally die any given day. Exactly. Freezing to death, like, back in, you know. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, back, back in the day. No, so we're going to be talking about scary stories and the legends that inspired Alvin Schwartz to put all of these into a children's book.
0: Yeah. And so she's going to be talking about the legends, and I did some research to try to find actual, factual um, happenings in real life yes. that inspired those legends, that and inspired these these stories. Um, so, and just, just like a little bit of a background, like a fairy tale from way back in the day, from what I remember from my, uh, my advanced literature class in, in college, is basically just like a kid's story. It's... As usually has like a more morality to it, just like she's like always oh, share or right
1: don't talk to strangers,
0: slow and steady wins the race, like mm-hmm. things like that yeah that's, that's usually what fairy tales were. they were basically just cartoons of back in the day. Legends were usually inspired by something that actually happened,
1: something that somebody had seen, something that actually happened to somebody else
0: usually actually every fucking time they're blown out of proportion, they're made bigger, grander. Um, so that's what legends are, and legends come from the old the old place, the motherlands of of us Westerners yeah. that came over uh, from Europe. And, um, and well, I'm not going to say that the natives of this continent didn't have their legends, because they obviously did. You have oh, yeah. The, uh, you have the Grassman, Sasquatch, Skinwalker, stuff like that. Again, mm-hmm. not messing with that shit.
1: Know enough about it not to mess with
0: it. To me, it's a little bit more than the legend, so I won't fuck with <laughs> So that's what a legend is, and then, um, and then you have folktales, which are, yeah, no, I'm sorry, not folktales. tall tales. Tall, tall tales. tales. Tall tales are actually strictly American. It's oh. 100% strictly American. Paul Bunyan. Paul Bunyan. Usually based on an, a factual person, but they're they're blown out of proportion. Blown out of proportion. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I don't think Johnny Appleseed was ever a real dude. Mighta could have been. I don't remember doing that one. But I did mine on Pecos Bill, who was actually, like, a dude. But a he boy. never, Yeah, but he never, like, lassoed a, a tornado. Or, uh what? Which sucks. Like, Davy Crockett. Davy Crockett is a folk tale, or a tall tale, but he actually fucking, he actually lived. There was, there was a Disney show from way back in the day about him, and he died at the Elmo, so. Davy Crockett. Davy, Davy Crockett. So, yeah, so that's just kind of, like, what... The different types of like stories and and, and, and things things like that.
1: Oh show. Sure. I'm gonna or, apologize to in advance oh, yeah. to our listeners. Um I have a weird thing, like a cold I guess. I don't know. It's not the vid, but I sound
0: the COVID. Now no we're vid. gonna get flagged on the so <laughs>
1: <laughs> Oh no. And it's gonna be like bolded too, so
0: <laughs> COVID. Fauci <laughs> Vaccination Oh man. Aaron Rodgers.
1: That's how we uh Travis Scott.
0: <laughs> Travis Scott. That's... Oh Jesus, that's a different
1: That's how we get listeners, I guess.
0: I don't <laughs> yeah. know. So that so so if you did if we did draw you you here with the COVID talk, I mean might as well stay a while. Yeah. Stay a while, listen to us, uh listen to Let's l- listen to us
1: ramble on about Ramble on There it is. About uh some scary stories. Some oh, scary right.
0: stories and some actual things that happen. Um and just a little bit point of order here. If you haven't Already started reading the three H.P. Lovecraft stories. Get on that because we're going to be recording that episode next week. Yes. About this time. So uh, once you finish them, get us in. Get us in those questions. Get us in those questions. Um, you could do that on our Instagram. Please do that. It's Much um, Ado About Nerding Podcast with underscores instead of spaces. Go ahead and DM us that, but like kind of give, because I'm not done. I still have to read The Mountain's Madness. Um, put, like, a big, like, this has to do with fucking H.P. Lovecraft, and I'm like, okay, cool, I don't have to, I'm not gonna read that till I'm done. Till, yeah. So you don't spoiler, spoiler me. No spoiling. No spoiling it. Um, so, yeah, so those three stories are going to be the Dunwich Horror, um, call it Cthulhu? (laughs) I don't know, there's, like, nine different ways to fucking pronounce it, and from what I've, like, read, like, H.P. Lovecraft didn't, I think he just, like, put some things in there, he's kind of like... Whatever. I don't even know how to pronounce this. Pissons. Uh, <laughs> um, Also, a great Metallica song. And um, and the third, the third one was uh, what was it? Uh, Mountains of Ma- madness. There it is. Mountains <laughs> of madness. I did in our last episode in the the description. I did put links to uh, really well done YouTube videos that somebody is reading them for mm-hmm. you. So um, different voices and like somewhat sound effects and stuff like that. It's kind of cool. I dig them. So go ahead and check those out if you're not actually going to read them. Uh, but yeah, have all that done by next week so you can know what the hell we're talking about. And join us! Jo- and you can join us. join us!
1: Join us for our Nerd Nook Book Club.
0: Nerd Nook Book Club. So just a little bit. What do you think? That was almost a burp. What do you uh, <laughs> what do you think of the one story you've read? Er-
1: um, so I, I, I listened to Call of Cthulhu. Um. I'm into it. I'm into it more than I was with... um. Frankenstein and The Haunting oh, of Hill House.
0: Yeah, I was thinking of that, too. I was like, this has still got the ye olde language. Yeah. But it's actually kind of, like, one of the things, oh, just a little, just, ooh, just a little taste of what's going to happen next Ooh, week. a little, little But, paster. like, one of the things I think that is unnerving, it's not so much scary, but it is kind of unnerving, is that he describes enough but also leaves it vague for your imagination to fucking go. Mm-hmm. When he mm-hmm. uses things like it's just it's a cosmic horror that is beyond the reckoning of man, and you're like, oh shit, what the fuck? And it's kind of like you fill in the blanks on your own.
1: Right. And that's kind
0: of fucking terrifying.
1: Not like um, Stephen King where he just describes every single tiny little thing that you could ever look cares at. Who
0: what card the book is on the end of the table. It's Robert Jordan was like that. Robert Jordan was fucking like that. Yeah. Robert Jordan, he, he wrote the, uh, the Wheel of Time series, which is coming out on our Amazon, you know, next to the early next year Amazon. So all about that. Maybe do an episode on it. Sally hasn't read them, but you should. I might. Maybe don't. It's like fucking 600, 700 pages of fucking fantasy. Good lord. No other dis- announcements. I am going to give a disclaimer, because some of these true stories to, to some of these legends and scary stories are kind of graphic. They deal with uh, sexual assault and murder. So if that does trigger you, we do apologize for any traumas that you do have, uh, but we will be talking about that. So listener discretion is advised.
1: Trigger warning. Trigger warning. Trigger warning.
0: So yeah. So Sal, so what's what's the first one you got?
1: So the first one is definitely one of my favorites from the original uh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark book. It is the Big Toe. Oh,
0: my big toe!
1: Starts us off on nice creepy ground as a kid digs up a big toe in his garden. He takes it home, and his mom puts it in a soup, as you do, right, when you find a toe. Then a creepy voice comes demanding to have its toe back.
0: Boom. That's,
1: that's basically the... under the
0: bed, and then it's got a jump scare at the end of the story. Spoiler alert, sorry. Spoiler. Jump scare at the end of the story. You got it! So it's, yeah. Yeah. You um, can't give the toe back, because you already ate it. Ew. It's in so. the soup. Sorry. <laughs> in the soup, yeah, it's in Cook the broth. Your
1: dead-ass toe.
0: Um, So, this one, I only found that um, Schwartz heard it when he was in the Navy Mm -hmm. from a fellow sailor.
1: Schwartz, yeah. Heard it from from a sailor. Um, At the end of the book, which is actually kind of cool, at at the back of all of these books they have, he kind of gives, like, a little description of where it came from and and all this stuff. Um, But he also... Says that it's roughly based on another story called The Golden Arm, where a man steals his wife's golden arm after she perishes and her ghost comes back to claim it. This story goes back to Germany and England and was often told by Mark Twain.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was one of, my, like, I think at, like, dinner parties or cocktail parties, you would do that. That's yeah. One of the things. Not a lot of cocktail parties, we just call it party. You want to come over and drink?
1: Maybe have some food. Maybe, like maybe. Some,
0: no. Well, that's an afterthought. We'll we'll get we'll order some pizza at about eleven. We'll order some pizza. There so, it is. Yeah. Um, cocktail party. Maybe we should throw a cocktail party. We should you have, have to like, like a, dress nice.
1: Oh, I guess
0: that's gonna sound weird. Never mind. I'm not gonna say it. Okay. All right. Well,
1: um, we're gonna
0: talk about like the, the bowl <laughs> of keys.
1: No, 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 and get like sloppy, you know what I mean? Like dress noise, get sloppy, sloppy drunk. Oh yeah, yeah. Seven, yeah, like, yeah, no no, that's really it's, weird.
0: It's, 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 it's yeah.
1: Yeah. Um yet this tale also comes from uh the Appalachian Mountains. Appalachia. Um, it's called Poo. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. Talipoo? I,
0: Talipoo? I Talipoo? heard Talipo. Talipo? Talley I don't know.
1: I don't anyway. Um, so, again, the creature has its tail chopped off by a hungry hunter who makes it into a stew, only to have the creature come back looking for it. So, mm-hmm. we've got, we've got different variations of the same thing.
0: Well, and, 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 that's a, that's, that's the thing, that's the thing about people. There so, do we is. all just, like, think the same, and we all think that we're vastly different, but we're actually not? Um, because there is, uh, C- the story of C- Cinderella. Right. Um, magical godmother loses a shoe, that's how she finds a prince. Boom. happily ever after. Mm-hmm. There's like 90,000 versions of that independently spawned, like from China, ancient Japan, like all these different fucking places all where the they world. have those specific, oddly specific with the shoe. It's always the shoe, right? I mean, um,
1: I guess everybody's got shoes. Well, not everybody. Yeah, there. but like
0: that's how they find you. That's how the prince finds you. Not is, a glove. Yeah, or just be like, oh, I recognize your fucking face. <laughs> I recognize your fucking face. No, no, you know, he had a foot fetish. Weird. I didn't know. It go- I just put that together. Foot fetishes. I mean, I'm not trying to kink shame. No kink shame. If you're into here. that shit, hey. As long as it's two consenting adults. Quentin Tarantino, I'm okay we're for looking,
1: this. looking
0: at you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ooh. I know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh... I'm just I'm I'm, I'm seeing. Um, what's her name? Watch it. Ah. Oh. Uma Thurman.
1: Yeah.
0: Seeing their big ass fucking feet in, in the fucking pussy wagon. Always. Move your big toe. And
1: always. Always feet. <laughs> always man.
0: fucking feet. Yeah, maybe She's the always, prince
1: had a fucking foot.
0: He might have had a foot fetish. I just, just put that together. Around so, the world. Around universally. The, universally, people have always had foot fetish. Which is kind of weird because um, in China, they used to do those that. In Ancient China, they did that, oh, foot yeah, that modification, curling thing? The, the curling, and that's what they say. It, it was actually one of those tiny shoes that she slipped out of.
1: Ew. Like, how do you do that?
0: You're well, like... I mean, I guess it's only painful if you walk on it. And one of the things that they said, like, it just signified the fact that you were so rich or so royal or so important that you never walked anywhere. Literally, they couldn't; they're physically huh. incapable of. But they also had the servants to carry them. On.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. So that. that Right, I mean that makes.
1: But it was Cinderella, I guess. I don't know.
0: Quote unquote, makes sense.
1: Yeah, in um, our in our in our European version, I guess we got a
0: glass slipper.
1: A glass slipper, but also she was like a slave, not like a slave.
0: Well, no, she wasn't a slave. She was just the the stepdaughter to the evil mother. And where was the dad? Where was the dad in the? He got killed. Was he killed? Yeah, off, off fighting the the crusades with King.
1: King Richard. King Richard. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if that's how he died, but I know he died somehow, because, you know, Disney has a thing for single parents.
0: So actually, so a little bit, of, again, side note, <laughs> so so we we use this term Disneyfication, yeah. and we all blame Disney for fucking making all these, like, they're pretty gruesome goddamn tales. Right. Um, right? Because, like, so in the original version of Cinderella, the evil stepsisters, like, lop off pieces of their feet Yes. to fit into the shoe, and it's all bloody, and it's like, oh, the prince didn't notice. He didn't notice her face, so maybe he didn't notice the blood as their feet were going <laughs> into the shoe. But also, like, birds came in and, like, ate him? Ate yeah. pieces of the feet and took off, so were you going to sew the pieces of the feet up I don't know. Again, it doesn't have to make sense. Does square Squarepants make sense nowadays? Absolutely. It not. does not. It just entertains the children. That's why I say fairy tales were really more of kind of like a moral story, but it was just don't entertainment Don't cut off
1: pieces of your feet to fit children.
0: in. Um, so... Um, uh, what was it? The Brothers Grimm, mm-hmm, Grimm's mm-hmm, fairy tales. Mm-hmm. When they originally released their book of, of fairy tales, yes, they did them the way the way they heard them, you know, word right. mouth, blah 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 blah. Well, in Rapunzel, the fucking prince rides like climbs her hair up there, and they spend a good time together. They have a good fucking time. They fucking bang it out, right? And the only no reason, true. like the stepmother, the evil stepmother finds out is because she becomes pregnant.
1: Pregnant.
0: Pregnant. But then they're also like, so when the f- original Grimm's Fairy Tales came out, the um the public was outraged. Like these are for children. Why are they fucking? Why is she pregnant? Why is she pregnant? So I they guarantee. they revised it, and it was mainly that story that they got the backlash from. So they took their book back, changed it to like they just had a wonderful conversation. No, oh, yeah, they had dinner, <laughs> dinner, and a movie,
1: and a cocktail party,
0: Net- <laughs> <laughs> and Netflix, and no chill, and none chilling, none chilling, um, but yeah, like that. So they went back, and then they are the ones that actually started to. So extreme violence, okay, but, but sexual acts, not fornication, okay. fornication, not okay,
1: not okay. So they
0: were actually the first ones to disneyfy. Their own fucking stories. So well, I shouldn't say their own stories, because these stories belong to the people.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like what Alvin Schwartz did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. kind of accumulating stories. So just he
0: just, just so before you fucking get all over fucking <laughs> Disney and shit. The Brothers shit. Graham
1: had been doing it for a long time. Yeah,
0: Matt Damon and that other guy that were in that movie. <laughs> it's actually not a bad action it's, movie. It's not. It's actually nice. It's, it's fun. A lot of references. <laughs> it's better than A night's Tale. So yeah, is that, is that all you got? With that's that's the, all I've uh, got for the big toe. The big toe. So I'm going to bring up one that I actually didn't do any reference on, but I just want to talk about it because it's my, probably my favorite. I think it is the favorite Scary Story to Tell in the Dark, and it's not even in that book. Oh. It's in the third book, mm-hmm. and that's Harold.
1: Harold, yes. Yeah.
0: And the only reason I'm going to bring this up, now I couldn't find anything else. So I, when I went through researching these, I basically picked my favorites at first. There is no... There is no um, live account Mm-mm. of a scarecrow coming to life and killing, skinning, and, like, tanning the skin on a, on, on the roof of a mm, farmhouse. Yeah. There is no recorded documentation of that ever happening. But I just wanted to bring it up because we do always have legends of killer dolls. Right. We have Chucky, um, which is popular culture. We have uh, Puppet Master, which are fucking awesome If you're into lower budget 2 horror films and you haven't seen Puppet Master, those fucking movies I would rent from Blockbuster and be scared shitless. And I would be like, take it to mom. Be like, nope, this is what I fucking want. And she knew what was going to happen and I wouldn't sleep. I would not fucking sleep because I have a lot of toys. I still have a lot of toys. (laughs) But but, we always have those and I just want to say the quote-unquote real-life analog to that would be Robert the Doll. Or Annabelle, but to me, it's more Robert the Doll. Um, the story of that is it's in um, the Caribbean.
1: I think it started off down there, yeah.
0: Well, I just mean where Robert the Doll actually happened. Uh, uh, it's I done it was one in of
1: Florida, the... but I could be very wrong.
0: I, I think it was off the coast. Mm-hmm. I think it was off. The... You see again, um, and it was on this uh, sugar plantation, rich family, young son. The there was a house slave that got um the the young son a like life-size child doll mm-hmm. and gave it to him and then she mysteriously left so i don't even know if she was a slave she might have just been employed temporarily super un- underpaid
1: right very right, employed
0: right. you know what i mean mm-hmm. but um yeah because she like left she might have ran away if, if, whatever so she... she left but there were stories of now, the kid's name was Robert, but he didn't go by Robert. He went by another name, and that's why he called his doll Robert, because it was, like, it was still him, but it wasn't the name he went by. Yeah. Anyway.
1: Less confusing for people, for, for sure.
0: Yeah, for <laughs> totally. Fucking your kid carrying around a life-size goddamn doll. No, thank you. But, um, but no, like, and they, like, there were the servants and, and the family members would hear the little boy talking to this, doll like playing with him you know
1: yeah as kids
0: but yeah. also hearing two separate voices so you would hear the little the child's voice and then you'd hear a reply in another fucking voice right Mm-hmm. 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 and then things started happening the doll turned quote-unquote sinister um the parents finally uh convinced the little boy to they, they had to make a room up in the attic for the doll and then like the doll like sat in the window and like Kids playing down the street would see the doll like fucking move and wave and shit like that. Weird ass shit. So they they think because it happened in that like the Caribbean area, they think they might have put like the a servant might have put a, a curse on it or or something like that. When the parents died, and Robert, well the little kid was now a man. Yes, little kid. You like a man child. <laughs> he like had his old room redecorated, and Robert put in there. That was his like legit that was his Yeah,
1: yeah, he he was like still obsessed with this doll yeah, as yeah. as uh, unhealthy as that can yeah, be.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And we all know Annabelle. That right, was uh, the that's yeah. the conjuring <clears throat> bullshit. Though is a rag doll. I was doll just gonna say, wasn't, yeah. Wasn't fucking doll. Yeah, no, that and that was my biggest thing is that we all, we have doll legends coming to life and harming us.
1: Well, possessed inanimate objects.
0: <laughs> yeah. Can Most, can
1: add to that. Yeah. Um. So this may have been may have been loosely, very loosely translated from an Austrian Swiss Swiss legend about okay. a possessed scarecrow. Maybe. Yeah. You know what I mean.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's about it. That's all they've Aus- got on it.
0: Austrian Swiss.
1: Austrian Swiss.
0: <clears throat> very fond of their cheese.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Austrian cheese?
0: No. no. Um yeah, no, no, no. And then you go down to Waffle Land. Belgium. Belgium? I
1: don't know why I think of clogs.
0: And then um and then you can have some greasy turkey.
1: Down yeah, turkey?
0: and grease. <laughs> 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 God damn, that was fucking yeah. <laughs> Um, what's what's your next one?
1: So this is also one of my favorites from the Scary Stories trilogy. The Hearse song. We all love and know this song. It was creepy back then, and it's even creepier now that we're all... There
0: dancing. are so many good versions of it on Spotify. Yes. Um, I've used this during D&D. Mm-hmm. Yep. And yeah, yeah. Um, Originally, I think they, they brought it back, or I, I guess invented it to make kids okay with death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's yeah. one thing that we all have. Death and taxes, motherfucker. I'm sorry. Death and Taxes, that's
1: it. So, apparently, this song was originally sung in the trenches of World War One. Yes. Um, Very
0: macabre. Ooh, we got to do that spooky shit. You want to talk about some spooky shit? Some real-life spooky shit? Like World War, War I? War,
1: World War One. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Schwartz also points out that the version sung by servicemen was more grim than the current song, so they kind of excuse <clears> me, <throat> switched it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. For a child audience, as much as you can, switch up that song for a child audience. Um, so he added a little bit uh, of humor for the details of decomposition. Yeah. So pinochle on your
0: stout kind of thing. Yeah. You know? um,
1: yeah. Where so, do you get
0: bread in the bread? You slap that on a slice of bread and that's what you eat and you are dead. Yeah.
1: Moldy worm bread.
0: Moldy worm bread. Come You're inside, driving. have
1: a cup of tea, meet the missus. <laughs> you got it. No, I'm just a whim. Yeah, that little guy serving you bread. Uh, but yeah, so like you said, um, it was examined by a few scholars, and so it helped the soldiers kind of cope with death.
0: Yes, gallows humor is a big thing. Um, I'll br- yeah, I'll bring this up now. I mean, we used it in military no all the time. You you joke about death, other people dying, you dying. You never use a fucking white Bic lighter ever. To this day, I do not use a white Bic lighter. It's there bad it fucking bad. He says fucking. he's
1: only kind of stitious, but I think he might be super I'm
0: not, yeah, I'm, I'm fucking fucking stitious. When it comes <laughs> to that, but it's also like, dude, I have, you can zig and zag and it doesn't fucking matter. Like, that one round has your name on it, that one mortar, that fucking one IED. You fucking, yeah. It doesn't matter what you fucking do. Time's up, time's fucking up. Right. Um. Ooh. But yeah, no, I, I 100% get that doctors, nurses, people who work around death, you have to have that coping mechanism. Yeah. You have to laugh in the face of death. Ha 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 ha. Ha ha ha
1: ha ha. Capital. <laughs> Capital Jeeves. <G. laughs> I don't know. But yeah, no, I get it. I 100% get it. Because, I mean, anything uncomfortable, I already make into a joke anyway. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find humor in anything because I'm like, this is so fucking uncomfortable. I fucking hate it. I hate it, is, it. I hate it <laughs> so much.
0: Have <laughs> you seen that Squid Game meme? That was like, for our next challenge. You have to talk about your mental health without making jokes.
1: No. No. Does a freaking Luke Skywalker? No. That's
0: impossible. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, no, no. I, I it's one of my favorite, one of my favorite songs. It's probably the only song that I've actually heard from those books because you know they give you the music, but I don't know how to. read music, so I'm not about to learn that. That's
1: That's that. About to learn.
0: that shit. You not know, have the piano
1: and like the fucking.
0: That's not how. <laughs> 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 that's not, What are you doing, fucking killer clowns from outer space? Little tent thing. Like, what are you fucking doing? That's not how. Uh, that's, that is not how. Uh,
1: like, yeah. whatever. But anyway, so the Hurst songs definitely my favorite. Oh, I yeah. thought it was really interesting that it came from World War One. But there's also things that have um. They've they've. Found evidence that it might even date back to the 12th century. Yeah, so that's kind of cool.
0: Well, it's not like they just made this song up in the trenches. Um,
1: I don't know. People are creative.
0: Well, well, the only thing is, songs like that for like morale and and, and whatnot, they they usually date back a lot fucking further. Like mm-hmm. a lot of our military songs that you know the army, Marine Corps, Navy, that they. Seeing you know, when we're running and stuff like that. They have, they usually have roots, like, way back to, like, the Royal Navy, the Royal Marine Corps, the Royal Army, whatever.
1: Well, you have the things to keep cadence, so you have to have that sort, yeah. Of, yeah. That sort of beat, I guess. well that drummer voice.
0: I remember being a little fucking kid and being like, why the fuck are children just, like, playing music? Why in the—this is stupid. Why are little kids doing that? Cadence. Do I have to do that? Do I have to go fucking play drum? <laughs> so, so, oh, and and also shout out World War One. It's, it's almost Armistice Day. In two days, there it is. It's almost Armistice Day, which is the 11th, which then got turned into Veterans Day. Veterans Day. Veterans day. So it was at the 11th hour, on the 11th month, and the 11th day, they called the truce, The ceasefire Woo. for World War One, and then now we call it day. Veterans Day. But you know what's before that? What was it? Fucking Marine Corps God Day birthday. There it is. Ah! Yeah, so I'll be getting, uh, drunk tomorrow night. I gotta go to work.
1: So oh. I, I usually
0: wake up and go for a three-mile run and then get fucking hammered. <laughs> but I have to... that's Bummer. Anyways. Next
1: one? Can I do one? Yeah, go ahead.
0: There you go. Hit it up. Okay, so one that is probably kind of obvious, I think, um. Is yeah. the babysitter.
1: Well, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, and I think we have all heard the phrase in one form or another. Immediately followed by, well, not immediately followed by, but followed on later by the story of the calls coming from inside the house. Uh, and that's basically the babysitter. You have a babysitter uh, babysitting. Who'd have figured? What? What? Uh, who, <laughs> who thought? Babysitter babysitting three young boys, and they keep getting prank calls, like, and just, like, laughing, and it's just, like, one more hour. Nope. Nope. And, nope. and you know, all that kind of stuff, and then she, so she calls the operator, because this is an old-ass fucking back with switchboard operator. Yeah. And she complains and says, hey, can you trace this call if they call back again? They do. And she immediately, get, immediately gets a call back from the operator, and the operator says the call is coming from upstairs. It's and coming
1: with, from your home.
0: As they're running out of the house, they see a fucking weirdo dude standing at the top of the stairs. So, womp 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 womp. Yeah, well, it doesn't get too violent. It no, get too violent. It can't get too violent. Like the real at the real life fucking story that this happened.
1: Tell me about it. Tell me about it.
0: So. Um this actually happened at least once. This is the most famous one. You have the thirteen year old babysitter Janet Christman Christman who was murdered seventy one years ago. And the crime is still unsolved. Thirteen years old.
1: That sucks. Like that's
0: an eighth grader. Yeah. That's fucking So anyway. This happened in well I shouldn't say anyway, but we'll we'll get to how much it sucks later. So in Columbia, Missouri, in 1950, there was an eighth grader who skipped, actually, she skipped a party to go out hang out with her friends, so she could make a little extra money babysitting. Um, and there have been people that that knew her, and they said it was already like an ominous like dark and stormy night. Perfect. Setting up what the fuck's about to go on. Right. Um, she was found in the, I want to say that they were the Miller's, she was found in the Miller's home. Dead. Strangled to death by a. Uh, strangled to death, sexually assaulted, strangled with an ironing cord. Ironing. an iron cord? Mm-hmm. Um, they think that she must have known the killer, or at least we're familiar with, because there wasn't, like, signs of a break in. There was a struggle in three rooms. Like, she put up a fucking fight. She even called the cops, uh, but all she could get out was come quick. And they couldn't trace it. It wasn't long enough. Damn it! Um, and even after that, the parents called home to check up on him, but it, the phone line was busy because it was off the hook at that point. Yes. And uh, they didn't think too much about it. I guess that, there's that trope of the babysitter <laughs> on the running phone. up your phone bill, right? Right, right. Talking to her friends. Because back
1: then, kids, you had to pay per minute.
0: <laughs> well, I don't even know if you had to do back then. I don't know. But we used to have to. We used to have to pay per text. Ten cents a text. Ten cents a text. Netflix came in the mail.
1: <laughs> what a scary time! <laughs> what
0: a scary time!
1: Could you imagine COVID with Netflix being in the mail? Oh my oh god! Jesus Christ! That'd be so bad.
0: Uh, no, I, I think I think that blockbuster would have made a fucking return. I think people would have braved the COVID just to get some fucking movie action.
1: True, 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 true. Um,
0: but yeah, so this is one actual uh, account of this happening in real life. A babysitter being attacked whilst babysitting the child. Oh, and then the child, the little boy is like three, he was upstairs asleep, was not harmed, and never even woke up. Ugh. So I
1: mean good, but like also rough.
0: Yeah, it's rough. You can actually find pretty detailed and gruesome fucking pictures just on regular Google. Jesus. On there, so go ahead and if you are in the well, night, go ahead. Well it was seventy
1: one years ago, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. But still. Yeah. Like even like the ones like on like vanilla Google, like you could still like see her like leg in in like the frame. Or Oof. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. So that is one and there are many different versions of the story. I mean
1: When a Stranger Calls. When a we've stranger all seen calls movie. Yeah. yeah. If you uh, well, you're not missing
0: out. I was I would say even Halloween, I would say, is a version of that. Oh yeah, the babysitter store. trope for sure. Yeah, 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 babys- yeah. The, yeah, and that's what it is. It's just the babysitter trope. Yeah. And um and they don't know if this is one, again I didn't I knew about the story already, so that's all I researched. I don't know if this has happened. I'm guessing babysitters have gotten attacked before. Just like just of randomness. I don't know if they were targeted. But um the stories didn't start happening till after this.
1: Oh, okay. Still after that—that that story kind of like mm-hmm.
0: yeah till 1950.
1: Well, I mean like, if you're a predator, and you know your coworker says, "Oh yeah, me and the missus, or uh, the husband and I, we're gonna go on a date tonight. We hired a babysitter." You know what I mean? You already know that there's going mm-hmm. to be a young woman alone in that house. I can see
0: old you. carry, ladies. There it is. There fucking go. <laughs>
1: Always grab a goddamn weapon.
0: Always. Hit them with something. It doesn't even have to be that heavy.
1: Right in the nads, if they're a dude.
0: Right in the nards. Remember, Wolfman's got nards. Wolfman's got nards. So there you go.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> this next one that I'm going to talk about was actually interesting because it wasn't one of my favorites. I didn't. I like. Mm-hmm. I think I passed up this story a bunch when I used to read the books a bunch. But um, the drum.
0: The drum. Don't remember this one.
1: So it follows two girls who misbehave in order to get a drum, only to have their mother leave and send the um send a new mother in their in her place
0: So they they're being little shits to get a drum Yes Like a pum 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 pum
1: And If you guys don't recognize this story it inspired the guy who wrote Coraline to write Coraline
0: Mmm, yeah
1: but it was just a Victorian tale told about a new mother that came in like evil fucking mom. yeah but like the nice weird evil mom you know what i mean like she was overly nice just to get you to like fucking like be her yeah meal basically yeah weird
0: she's a witch she's a witch. a witch
1: witch witches eat. <laughs> <Banana>. <laughs> witches eat children but yeah i just thought it was really cool because i never really read this story as an yeah. adult and i really enjoy the movie Coraline so
0: no, Coraline's very it's it's very dark hundred percent yeah so
1: that was just like a little like fri, just kind of cool
0: just so, so well, in there well, well. uh, I'll bring in a little a little quick one here, high beams,
1: yes,
0: high beams again, so girl driving home, there's a truck like right behind her, throwing on their her high beams, freaking her out, sometimes even like bumping her back bumper mhm. Mm-hmm. And, um, also, and that shit would
1: not fly in Albuquerque. Uh, there would no, be a no, gun somewhere. Fucking
0: somebody get shot. See, <laughs> <Concealed> okay. <characters. laughs> Anyways, continue. <laughs> um. but yeah, and so she pulls over, and the dude is like, you "No, know, like everybody thinks that he's the bad guy." Yeah. And he's like, "No, somebody kept on raising up from the back seat, trying to fucking kill you, and I was freaking him out with my." So this might have been inspired by a vaguely similar case in which it took place in 1964, in which an escaped murderer hid in the backseat of a car. Only it end up that the uh, the car that he jumped into was a off-duty police officer's car, and he was shot. Dee-dee-dee. Concealed carry. carry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> bringing it around, it's a life cycle. I always bringing it around, it's a life cycle. So, uh, so yeah, so that's the only thing I can find out that in the fucking back seats. Don't know if it actually.
1: There was also an incident in Iowa, Waverly, Iowa, where a woman stopped at a gas station where the attendant keep kept her change after filling up her tank until she came inside so that he can warn her about the person in the back of her car.
0: Oh shit, I didn't I didn't find that one. <coughs> that actually just gave me chills. That's yeah. fucking that's like dodging a goddamn knife, bullet, bullet?
1: strangulation, no. I don't know.
0: Yeah, something.
1: Yeah, so th- there was also that account yeah. as well. Um, but yeah, this, this story made it all the way to The Simpsons.
0: Oh, did it? Yes. All so. the way. And you know The Simpsons predict the future. The future. So,
1: so some poor some girl some did some not girl listen girl. to the high beams or the attendant, or was not a police officer. Okay, so. so, yeah, no, I just, yeah.
0: So my next one's actually got a lit it's not going to be a quick one. It's gonna be, Let's go. So Let's that go. one's mm. going to be The Hook. Yes. So if you're not familiar with the story, Two teenagers park on Lover's Lane, make out point, what have you. Sitting there, getting a little frisky.
1: Ooh, getting.
0: And then on the radio pops up a flash, a bulletin.
1: No
0: a, flash. A, a <laughs> um, so, an escaped, either murderer or psycho, somebody escaped from some kind of state funded penitentiary and is on the loose. And that place only happens the Girl is like, Oh, I'm super scared right now. You need to take me home. And the boy's like, God damn it. <laughs> fucking blue balls.
1: Yeah. There it is.
0: Yeah, it's, it's always the boy being like super aggressive. and Well, not, I shouldn't say super aggressive. Because once she says no, like, he just like asks questions. He's not like forceful with it, but he's also not in the fucking mood. No. Um, dro- drops the chick off. Um, she offers to that he come in for like some coffee or something. And he's like, No, I gotta go rub this. Barely stand up okay, right I can't now. stand up. pants super tight. <laughs> but uh so when comfy. he gets out but but when he gets out to open her door to let her out, he does see a bloody hook hanging, out, hanging mm-hmm. on hanging on the door.
1: Oh, you the missed door. the whole uh, Oh yeah, well, yeah the as,
0: as they as they peel out super fast because he's sexually fucking frustrated. I'm not defending anybody here. I'm just saying this is how he feels. Super sexually frustrated like, she is hears real. like Did you hear that? Like not bitch. No means no, motherfuckers. I'm
1: taking you home.
0: Taking you home. No means no. Shouldn't be mad about well, I mean, you can you can't help how you feel, but you shouldn't treat somebody horribly for saying
1: no. For saying no. Yeah. So. No. Peer pressure.
0: So there you go. So this is actually probably inspired by the Texarkana Moonlight Murders of Feb- from February twenty second to May third of nineteen
1: forty six. These are rough man.
0: Eight victims, five of which died in um, the Texarkana border. Uh, the killer targeted males and females parked on Lovers' Lanes and used both a thirty eight and a twenty two caliber uh, weapon, not a hook. I don't no. know why they, they put the hook because that's more gruesome to be killed. Shot in the head. It's over pretty pretty fucking quick, but to be like stabbed and ripped to death by a fucking hook.
1: I mean like Candyman
0: has a yeah. Candyman. Also based on a couple true events. Yep. There too. Um uh still uh unsolved but there was a main suspect but um he was actually ratted on by his wife but she refused to testify in court and so I guess they couldn't fucking prosecute him. His name was Yule Yell Yule Sweeney. He was a petty criminal um uh, never convicted but uh, of the murders but they did put him away for a long probably a heavier sentence than they, than they should have because he was caught stealing a car and everybody kind in the town kind knew
1: that this guy was that, sick that he was sick yeah uh
0: uh-uh, oh we had the hundredth homicide. <gasps> my milkshakes but um but yeah so um it also in inst- uh, he was arrested and the murder stopped as well so Kind of telling there. Yeah. But it also inspired the 1976 film The Town That Dreaded Sundown, which isn't the worst film, Blaine. not the best film. I mean, if you ever want to see somebody stabbed to death with a trombone, <laughs> there you <laughs> fucking go. But it does have one of the best endings because it says that he was never the based on a true story. And um, it says he could be anybody in the hotel. And it's like somebody just like nondescript boots walking down the street like one of those things, yeah. like, that's pretty fucking shit, could be anybody. Literally.
1: I mean, like a John Wayne Gacy. Whatever.
0: John Wayne Gacy.
1: Nobody thought it was him.
0: Named after the Duke. Pew,
1: pew. Yep. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, so this one, was that all you had? I'm
0: sorry. Oh, no, no, to- no, I was just saying, it was like, this is, I think, one of the biggest tropes. I mean, you, you see it in a shit ton of movies. Maybe it's not a hook, and maybe the kids don't get away, but you go see them. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. The whole thing starts when they're fucking making out on top of fucking, I think they call it Big Top or whatever. It's kind of funny. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. But, um, but yeah, that's where like they're all up there, and like it's all these teenagers,